section thirty five of my strange rescue this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org recording by kathleen my strange rescue by james macdonald oxley section thirty five theo's tobogganing triumph the boys of bridgetown were all agreed that there had not been such a winter for tobogganing since they could remember and if they ever thought of the weather clerk at all it was with feelings of the deepest gratitude in the first place it began with a frost that made the ground as hard as iron and the waters were in bible language hid as with a stone then upon this came one fall of snow after the other until there was nothing left to wish for in that direction and the hoys were thoroughly content not only was the weather clerk thus considerate but nature had already been kind enough to provide them with the finest site for a toboggan slide imaginable the placid stream which bore the name of bass river spread out into a broad reach just before it came to their town and on one side the bank rose up into a steep bluff whose grass-grown face slanting right down to the water's edge without a break or gully seemed intended for no other purpose than to afford the boys a splendid coasting ground when well sheeted with snow and the boys knew right well how to appreciate their privileges i can assure you to go out to bass river bluff on a saturday afternoon was to witness a scene well worth seeing the hill would fairly swarm with boys and girls enjoying themselves to the top of their bent from patsy cahill the washerwoman's ragged urchin with his curious apology for a sled constructed out of old barrel staves on which he dared to take only short slides from a little way up the hill and which he sorely regretted was not big enough to carry him and katie at the same time to ralph masterson the eldest son of the rich and haughty judge with his big toboggan so finely varnished and comfortably cushioned that could take four persons down every trip the young people of the town would turn out and make the valley ring with their laughter and shouting one of the most regular attendants at bass river bluff was theo ross who with his widowed mother lived in a cosy cottage on the opposite side of the river from the town and consequently was looked upon as one of the country boys although he came in every day to the high school there was a good deal of rivalry between the boys of bridgetown and those who lived in the scattered settlement across the river which was known as riverside a rivalry that led to all sorts of matches and now and then to fights no one took more hearty interest in this rivalry than theo he was a strong stout hearty lad of sixteen up to anything as the saying is and was generally looked upon by the riverside boys as their leader one saturday evening he came home in high spirits whoop did he do din do he shouted as he burst into the house why theo what are you so excited about inquired his mother looking up with a glad smile of welcome for the boy that was the joy and pride of her life excited perhaps i am and no wonder for aren't we going to have the biggest tobogganing match next saturday afternoon that you ever heard of replied theo at the same time giving his mother a hug and a kiss that were a credit to both for it showed how thoroughly they understood one another mrs ross was a wise not less than a loving mother 
and one of the proofs of her wisdom was the hearty interest she took in her son's sports as well as in his studies he had lost his father when but a baby and she had determined to fill the vacant place to the best of her ability so from the very first she entered heartily into his amusements and made herself his companion as far as she could theo never played cricket or lacrosse so well as when his mother was looking on and no applause was sweeter to him than the clapping of her hands he therefore felt sure of an attentive listener as he proceeded to unfold the cause of his excitement well you know mother the bridgetown boys have been boasting all winter about their toboggans and saying that they can run away from anything in riverside and our fellows have been talking back at them until both sides have begun to feel pretty hot over it we've had a lot of races but they didn't settle anything because sometimes the bridgetown boys would win and sometimes the riverside so this afternoon i proposed to ralph masterson that next saturday afternoon he should bring a team of four toboganers from the town and i would bring four from the country and we'd settle the question without any more talk well but theo dear won't it be dangerous for so many as eight to coast down together you might run into each other asked mrs ross rather anxiously oh you dear innocent laughed theo that's not the way we'll do at all only two will go down at a time you see there will be first of all four heats and we'll draw lots for our places in the heats then the four winners will run against each other making two more heats and then there will be a final heat in which the two winners will run together and that will decide that seems a very good arrangement said mrs ross approvingly whose idea was it mostly mine mother it's the best way to get fair play all around answered theo will you have any difficulty in choosing your team oh not much walt powell and rob sands will be on for sure they have good toboggans and they can steer splendidly the fourth chap i'll pick out through the week well theo you must do your best to win for i'll be there to watch you you may depend upon it i will for your sake as much as for the honor of riverside replied theo giving his mother a loving kiss before he went off to his room for a wash it seemed an awfully long week to the excited boys impatient for the coming contest theo had many applicants for a position on his team and having after careful deliberation decided in favor of fred fellows the four boys had many an earnest consultation as to the best way of securing success on friday evening the others brought their toboggans over to mrs ross's and they spent an hour or two in seeing that the bottoms were perfectly smooth the gut lashings all taunt and the cushions secured beyond the possibility of slipping they were not a little disturbed at some rumors that had reached them of ralph masterson having sent off to the capital and got a new toboggan of a kind just lately patented which was made differently from the others and reported to be much faster if this was true ralph had done rather a mean thing for although not expressly stipulated it was generally understood that the toboggans to be used in the contest were such as they already had and not new ones imported for the purpose but as theo sensibly said it was no use worrying until they knew for certain so hoping for the best they parted for the night saturday proved as fine as could be wished and early in the afternoon a crowd began to gather on bass river bluff besides the honor of the championship judge masterson had offered a handsome prize to the winner in the shape of a silver cup and there was no end to the excitement 
the judge himself and all his family were present so too were theo's mother and parents of the other contestants so too patsy cahoe holding katie with one hand and dragging his forlorn little barrel stave sled with the other everybody in bridgetown and riverside that could come had come and the flat top of the bluff was fairly black with spectators by three o'clock all the competitors had arrived when ralph masterson appeared theo gave one sharp glance at his toboggan then turned to his companions with his face the picture of indignation it's true boys after all ralph's got one of those new-fangled affairs i read of in the papers they say they can go like smoke he hasn't done the square thing but we're not beaten yet for all that and theo looked proudly down at his toboggan which had won as high a reputation for speed as the owner had for skill it took half an hour to draw lots for the heats and then at last all was ready and judge masterson acting as starter called out the first pair besides the steerer each toboggan was to carry another person for ballast fred fellows was the first of theo's team to try his fortune amid breathless silence and suspense he put his toboggan in position beside his opponents are you ready asked the judge they both nodded then go and with half a dozen quick steps they pushed their toboggans over the brow of the hill and flinging themselves on sideways with one leg extended for a rudder shot down the steep slope like arrows from a bow for some time they kept side by side then fred was seen to swerve and slew and the bridgetown boy to slip ahead the advantage was not much but he kept it to the end and the first heat went against riverside the bridgetown boys cheered lustily and the riversiders looked rather glum until the next heat was run and resulted in a win for the latter thus making things even the riverside entry took the third heat also and their hopes ran high but cooled down again when the fourth heat went to bridgetown the result of the first round accordingly was that two of each side had won their heats theo and ralph being of course among the winners the excitement grew more and more intense as after a little breathing space the second round was called curiously enough theo and ralph did not come together in this round either having each another opponent whom they vanquished easily as they stood on the hill together at the conclusion of the round ralph turned to theo with a smile which betokened perfect confidence in himself and pointing to his new toboggan said she's a hummer there's nothing on the bluff to touch her do you think it was just the square thing ralph to get that toboggan when it was understood we were to race with what we had already asked theo quietly pooh replied ralph tossing his head defiantly everything's fair in love and war as he turned away and swung his toboggan round it came in contact with patsy cahoe's barrel stave sled with a muttered oath ralph sprang toward the obstruction and kicking it high into the air the clumsy little thing fell to the ground shattered into useless fragments poor patsy gave a cry as he saw his plaything demolished but ralph's angry face silenced him again and with tears running down their cheeks he and katie proceeded to gather up the pieces get ready for the final heat called out judge masterson mrs ross pressed forward to theo's side and whispered in his ear good luck to you my boy with every eye upon them ralph and theo drew their toboggans into position the difference between the two toboggans was very marked theo's was a particularly fine one of the ordinary kind but ralph's was made of narrow hardwood strips secured by screws instead of thongs 
and had a sharp racing look that could not be mistaken just as the contestants were ready to receive their ballasts theo's glance fell upon patsy Cahoe, pressing forward eagerly on the edge of the crowd watching him with his whole soul in his eyes he knew well how intensely the little fellow hoped for his success and suddenly an idea flashed into his mind which caused him to call out to judge masterson a minute's time please sir all right my lad replied the judge then to the surprise of everybody theo after whispering to walter powell whom he had first intended to be his companion on the toboggan and who now drew aside beckoned to patsy Cahoe. patsy approached bashfully jump on in front patsy said theo briskly you're to be my ballast this time there was a murmur of astonishment from the crowd as the ragged little chap awkwardly got into his place and theo did not miss the contemptuous curl of his opponent's lip but neither did he fail to catch the pleased approving look his mother sent him a moment more and everything was in readiness the spectators held their breath as the judge lifting his right hand asked are you ready and then bringing it down with a crack into the other shouted then go as if shot from a bow the two toboggans leaped over the bluff and went rattling down the smooth slope side by side and head to head down down they went theo and ralph with iron grip and hard-pressed toe keeping them straight in their course and patsy and the other ballast clinging fast to the handrail it was the proudest moment of patsy's life and one that he would never forget just as the toboggans still perfectly even approached the bottom of the declivity where the track ran out on to the bosom of the river ralph struck a slight obstacle which caused it to swerve and then to slew with a vicious dig of his toe he tried to bring it round straight again in his hot haste he overdid it and the head swung round until the toboggan went broadside to the track scratching bumping cracking until like a flash it came bang against the side of the slide pitching its passengers out upon their heads and splitting one of the thin strips clean in two in the meanwhile theo and patsy amid the cheers of the crowd on the hill were speeding smoothly over the ice winners by nearly a hundred yards great was the delight of the riverside folk at their champion's victory and many of the bridgetonians joined in congratulations too for ralph masterson was far from popular among them when theo reached the top of the bluff his mother hastened to him her face beaming with pleasure as she said i am very proud of your victory theo but i am prouder still of the heart that prompted you to take patsy Cahoe. end of section thirty five end of my strange rescue by james macdonald oxley